back to Best Behavior Creative Club, a Design Sensory original podcast production. I am your host, Chris McAdoo. I'm Brad Carpenter. Look at him. Look at him go. And we are live from the Tennessee Conference on Hospitality and Tourism here in Nashville, Tennessee. And I've got our guest uh, this time around is Jim Evans with the Knoxville Airport Authority. Uh, Jim, tell the good folks a little bit about yourself. What do you What do you do? Who do you work for? And what brought you here? Well, first I got to say, whenever I'm in Nashville, always try to take the opportunity to stop by and participate in the podcast. So thanks for having <laughs> me here. Gosh, yes, that's you, almost true. No, yes. my name is Jim Evans. I'm the vice president of marketing and air service for the Metro Knoxville. Airport Authority. So basically, I recruit airlines, and then I try to go get people to fly those airlines. So butts and seats is the job description of what I do. <laughs> what do you guys do? Well, we're the butts that you're trying to get in seats. <laughs> yeah. So I'm talking to a couple of butts. Go butts. Hey, man. <laughs> go with what you know. Outstanding. <laughs> we try to do the things that help people get the butts in the seats. Yeah. Yeah, in the air or we're wherever the, they need to be. We're the marketers, we're the designers, we're the creative people who yeah. do all the stuff, all the above, all the communicating part of it. Yeah. So there okay. you go. Well, good. So I, mean, I was walking down the hallway and y'all grabbed me and said, "Hey, I need you to sit down and talk." So yeah. uh, you know, here we are. So well, here that, we are. By the way, I will say my appearance is brought to you by our podcast from the runwayup.com. Ooh. Yes. Shout out to Caitlin. Uh, if you care what's happening at the Knoxville Airport, hit us up from the Nox- from the runwayup.com. From the runwayup.com. I love it. It's a great name. What a, All great, right. what a great name. Got that out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've been talking, uh, we've, we have talked with a ton of people yes. about the challenges they face in, you know, tourism or marketing, any of that kind of thing, as well as opportunities. So I'm going to dig in with you about the oh really about the airport for one how long have you been there been there almost 13 years wow okay so you've seen a lot of change in the industry you've seen a lot of change at the airport right yes yes every Um, day is different so what are i don't know what are some of the biggest um what are the biggest challenges that you guys have faced over the years in you know either growing in the right way attracting the right people the right places that kind of that kind of stuff Well, airports generally reflect what's going on in a community. Uh, People don't come to the airport because they like to come to the airport. We're a portal to go somewhere else. So in in our case in Knoxville in the Great Smoky Mountains area, there is a lot going on in East Tennessee. Uh, We're very fortunate that our business economy is strong. Our tourism economy is is extremely strong. Uh, Millions and millions of people every year go into the mountains and and the, the uh, the tourism base coming to East Tennessee is, is evolving from really what has historically been a, a drive market. You know, people from, you know, we'll put a 500-mile circle around East Tennessee, and people have always driven, you know, to, to our area to go to the mountains or, or to go to a football game at UT. Now, from, from the, uh, with, with the growth of airlines, particularly low-fare airline mm-hmm. service, more and more people are flying on their vacation. And they're coming from places where really it doesn't make a lot of sense to drive. I mean, are you realistically going to drive from, say, Miami or Houston 
to Tennessee to go on vacation. Well, yes, yeah, some people do, but you lose over two days of your vacation mm -hmm. doing that. And people have become accustomed to hopping on an airplane and, and getting where they're going in a couple hours. So uh, that's where we have seen tremendous growth is uh, partnering with the, the various tourism groups in town to, uh, to carry the message of the Tennessee brand and the East Tennessee brand to faraway places and have the, uh, the uh, uh, customer elect to hop on an airplane and fly to their vacation. And that's, it's not a new concept, but it's something that's really taken off, pardon the pun, uh, over the <laughs> hey. past few years. Bada boom, bada bing. <laughs> we'll add say, our sound effects yeah, guys we'll out. Ah, <laughs> uh, boy, you missed out. <laughs> well, okay, that is, so that's a, a really interesting thing for one that like Tennessee, East Tennessee, this area is making enough of a name for itself right just from what we've got that people want to travel by plane yes i mean you know. we're we're blessed to have the great smoky mountains national park yeah. which is the most visited national park in the country by by a wide margin two to one uh <laughs> versus the number two park everyone if you ask people on the street they they kind of defer to oh, yellowstone's probably the most visited park but it's not even close so huh. millions and millions and millions of people are already coming to the smokies and we as a uh, tourism community are telling that message so that a family in Phoenix might say, well, you know, everybody's going to the Smokies, maybe we should go too. Now, we don't expect somebody in Phoenix to drive all the way across the country to go to the mountains, but we can get them to hop on an airplane and, oh. and fly there uh, if it's priced right and the schedule works for them. Yeah. So this is where we as an airport partner with the tourism community to bring more people into the state. Well, so. You speak with you, you speak with authority here. You're you're passionate about this. I'm going to back up a little bit. Thank what, you. I think. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. But what brought you what brought you to the airport authority? Kind of what's your what's your background that kind of brought you here? Well, I am a. I started out as an airline person. I worked for U.S. Air and prior to that Piedmont Airlines for for a number of years, uh, and then moved over to the airport side. 20-something years ago okay. now, uh, doing basically sales and marketing for both organizations. Uh, the difference on the airport side is we represent every airline that serves our airport rather than just one. Right. But at the end right. of the day, we partner with our airlines. We have to demonstrate to the airlines that if you want to fly from point A to point B and you can make money doing it, uh, you will listen. If we, there's a lot of opportunities out there where, where airlines don't make money, and in today's world, they'll drop the route and go fly somewhere else. Huh. So, you know, from an air service standpoint, we are trying to steal airplanes from other cities, and quite honestly, you know, we want all those flights to come to our town, and once we get them, we want to make sure that we hold on to them and that they perform well so they don't get taken away. Gotcha. Well, what, what are some of the messages, what are you telling people? What's our story right now that's bringing those people in and bringing those airlines in? Because we got a big one, right, recently. Well, we've, uh, in the last year, our friends at Allegiant Air have opened up a, a major operation at Knoxville McGee Tyson Airport, and they fly to, gosh, I've lost track, nine or 10 cities nonstop right now with two more coming in November. Uh, the message is that East Tennessee is a great place to do business. It is a great place to bring the family to visit. Uh, if you're a football fan, we're one of the college football meccas. 
with the possible exception of last Saturday when yep. the oh, balls had a bad day. But we've got, we got 11 or 12 <laughs> more games to go this year, folks, so it'll be okay. But there's just a lot of reasons for people to come to East Tennessee, and, and we like to be a part of that and help bring visitors from really all over the world in, mm -hmm. into our area. And are we seeing more... Um, like, are we seeing more international travel to Tennessee now? Do we see a lot of new new people coming in? We are. We are. And I, I would love to claim full credit for that in Knoxville, but, you know, kudos to our friends here in Nashville and British Airways. Uh, BA now flies nonstop from London straight into the Nashville airport. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Memphis has got international service. So Tennessee is a international destination. It's just booming. And historically, airline service follows demand. So mm -hmm. people want to go from you know, Europe to Nashville or Europe to Tennessee in general, an airline will generally step up and provide that service. You know, they, if there's no demand for the service, then, then they won't, Yeah, which is just kind of basic business. So Tennessee as a brand is just red hot right now. People from all over the world want to come to Tennessee and Tennessee's air carrier airports, uh, be it from Memphis or Nashville or Chattanooga or Knoxville or Jackson, you know, that is the portal that most international travelers are using to, to find out and to experience everything that Tennessee huh. has to offer. Well, that's great. What, over your time, And I you left know, out Bristol Tri-City, sorry, uh, sorry Tri. <laughs> get them all, and admittedly, <laughs> I live uh, near downtown, so we're like right next to Allen Home Airport. Yes. And one of the coolest things in the world, it has never lost its luster, is the park down by the river. The planes fly directly overhead, and they're small prop, you know, right. this is a smaller, right. you know, plane. It never gets old. It's <laughs> always cool. You just be down there throwing a softball or something around, and like, you know, a plane flies, you know, 300 feet Yeah, over there's your head. something about an airplane that no matter who you are or where you are, if it flies over, you tend to look up at it and say, yeah. wow, that's cool. Uh, I think if we, I ever we don't like it when people look up and say, "Wow, that's noisy," but we hope that doesn't happen very often. But, but it is, you know, the, the miracle of flight is is something that's still fascinating. Yeah, it's not it's not lost on me. Every single time, I'm like a kid in a candy store. It's like, look at that! How's it doing that? Great. Yes. You know, we sell tickets. You can fly on them whenever you want to. Shameless sales pitch. I love it. That's great. I love it. Well, so you've been in the airline industry for a long time, you know, for, for a long time here. What kind of changes have you, I mean, there's obvious, you know, changes in the experience. What are you guys doing to make that experience all it can be? Or like, what can you do, you know, for somebody well, coming in? Well, you're right. There, there have been a lot of changes in, in, the, uh, in the world of airlines. You know, it, not too long ago, flying was sort of considered something of a luxury. I mean, people dressed up, you know, they put on a suit, <laughs> right. and it was a big deal to go get on an airplane. And it was incredibly pricey, too. And what's happened for a variety of reasons, flying has gotten more affordable, more people can now afford to go and fly than, than ever before. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, with the economy being strong, people have a little more disposable income. So you're seeing more and more people flying in general. And what that means to us as an operator of an airport, uh, we have to have the infrastructure to support the, the increased uh, passenger demand. And it's everything from parking spaces for automobiles, places for airplanes to park, 
all the way down to, you know, minutia, like make sure we have enough toilet paper in the bathrooms, <laughs> which my operations counterpart uses as a gauge of how well we're doing is how much toilet paper we're running through at the airport. Yeah. So it's, it makes uh, sense. when it's, you're growing yeah. as we are, the airport in Knoxville is, re is reported back-to-back -back record years and 2019 is going to be another record year. Uh, it, it, we, we struggle sometimes to keep up with the facilities to meet the demand. Uh, from the consumer, and it's a great problem for us to have because right. we love growing. And it even expands to uh, like the TSA who runs the, the, the checkpoint. Uh, when we're really, really busy, the, the checkpoint lines at our airport get a little longer than we would like, as they do at every other airport. Uh, we're taking steps right now with the construction project to add more security lanes uh, at the TSA checkpoint gotcha. to accommodate demand. So again, it's all based on incredible consumer demand and we're, we're excited to be able to go out and build stuff to make people happy to make the experience better. That's great. Yeah. Well, so what's next then for McGee Tyson or what's next? There's two question, two part question. What do you kind of see as a next step for the airline industry as, you know, people change, budgets change, things, you know, go over the place. And then what's the next steps for McGee Tyson? Well, we're sort of related. Uh, in, in all honesty, in, in, in the world of airlines right now, you, I don't want to say there's two types of airlines, but you have sort of the, the historical legacy guys led by Delta, American, and United. And, and you could include Southwest in there that pretty much will take you everywhere you want to go. And Delta, United, and, and American will take you anywhere in the world you want to go. And that's great. They can get you there. Uh, <laughs> it's not necessarily going to be cheap, but they, they provide the service and they are really attractive for business travelers that find out you've got to be in Frankfurt, Germany tomorrow and you're going to fly first class and it's going to cost you, but they'll get you there, give you a great ride, great service and all that. Um, if you're more of a price sensitive consumer, there is a, a tier of air carriers that would include people like Allegiant, mm -hmm. Frontier, Spirit, the, the ultra low cost carriers. Uh, they may not go everywhere, they may not go every day, but they tend to be very, very affordable, and hundreds and hundreds of people per flight will fly Allegiant and Spirit and uh, uh, Frontier and, and all the other low fare guys, so it, it's tra air travel for the masses, yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll say. So as the these two groups of, of travelers are out there, you have you know, the business traveler wearing a three-piece suit and his laptop, and you have a family with six kids and you know a cat and a cat carrier case and they're all going to see grandma in Florida. Uh, the airport has to handle all, uh, be able to handle all yeah. of those people. And the way you would handle a business traveler may be different than the way you would handle a vacation traveler. The, the level of, of expectation is different. Everything from uh, you know, parking may be the, the price and location of parking may mean one thing to a, a business traveler as opposed to a family that's on a really, really tight budget. So right. we've got to appeal to everybody, yeah. make sure our facilities are appealing to everybody, and as well, we found out this summer, make sure we have enough of everything to handle the passenger demand. And, you know, we like to think we're the only airport that's growing in Knoxville, but this is a, a issue that every airport around the country is facing right now. And it's... We're certainly glad to deal with it, but it is something that uh, I don't think any of us foresaw the passenger demand coming huh. 
that has happened this year. And it's it's great. God bless everybody that's flown. And thank you to everybody that has flown, particularly from Knoxville, McGee Tyson I have, Airport. I have flown out of McGee Tyson like six times this year. Great. Thank you. Yeah. We appreciate you yeah. every time. Yeah. <laughs> How many times have you flown from McGee Tyson Airport? Only two. This okay. year, only two this year. Well, the year's not over. I've, st I've still got time. I've still got time. And remember, we do sell tickets, like I said earlier. <laughs> Just kidding. No, we appreciate the business from everybody. Yeah. Well, so I'll, I'll kind of wrap things up, and I do want you to tell me, think back in your time at, at, uh, at McGee Tyson, what's some of your or one of your favorite memories from being either in the industry or being at McGee Tyson? A great thing that happened, an experience that you know about that somebody had, something like that. Well, you see things every day at the airport. Um, airports can be very emotional. Mm -hmm. And you think of all the reasons that, that people fly. You know, they, they fly on vacation. They fly on a business trip. They, they come home from a business mm -hmm. trip. But the thing that I always enjoy watching uh, it's, and they do too. I mean, yeah, they loved it. Uh, <laughs> We're live, people. <laughs> there's something about a service member returning home from deployment, right? Yeah. Generally, with their family, with the kids that hadn't seen mommy or daddy in wow. six months, the American flags waving. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, yeah. I mean, that is That's something that, that, that touches me every time. And, and we see a fair amount wow. of that yeah, with yeah. soldiers returning home. Uh, and, and kind of the other big thing that is always emotional, twice or sometimes three times a year, there's a program called Honor Air, yep. which uh, the Honor Air organization will fly military veterans to Washington for the day to see all the various memorials that are dedicated to our military veterans. Mm -hmm. And this really started out with World War II vets, mm -hmm. which, you know, we're, you know, sadly, we're running out of World War II veterans, but there's still a few out there. But you know, we're into the Korean War and the Vietnam Vietnam War, and a lot of these guys have never flown in their entire life. Wow. And they go up for the day. It's a very patriotic day for them. But when they come back, uh, we'll have thousands of people in our airport welcoming them home. Huh. Really cool. And in the case of primarily the Vietnam vets, it's the welcome they never got when they wow. came home from Vietnam. And again, we sit back and we watch this happen in our building, and it just it just makes you, you know, happy to be a part right. of the airport industry to be able to provide the, the the portal for these reunions to take place. So that, that's a couple of good examples. But yeah, those are good know, examples. Service members and and service veterans coming yeah. home is something that that's very important to me. I absolutely love it, Jim. Thank you very much for being a part of the podcast yeah. today. And again, oh, my um, pleasure. if people want to know about uh, McGee Tyson, where do they go? From the runway up dot com. Your podcast. From the runway up dot com, the airport podcast. We update it every month or so with everything in there from buying toilet paper that we talked about <laughs> to uh, all kinds of technical stuff about the airport, airplanes. And uh, we, we'd love to have you, uh, your listeners join us. Great. Absolutely. Jim, thank you so much. I'm Chris. I'm Brad. And this has been Best Behavior Creative Club. Mm -hmm.